0: what's up everyone so part two of the video guy um gives us uh the reason why he retired which is super interesting and what he's up to now so um check it out part two bro Why did you what, what happened? What happened? You retired when did, I didn't even know you're retired. Why'd you retire? It was, oh man. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, dude, I had a stroke. Oh. And uh it, it was really? because I
1: was taking a yeah, I had a medication. You know, my knees again, getting older. Uh my knees were shot, you know. pancreas does nothing good for your knees. The fucking heel mm-hmm. hooks and knee bars and toe <laughs> holds. Yeah. shit you to fight out of man, ain't good for your knees. And so I was given a biox was a medication that was given to age related arthritis for older people and off label. It was given to athletes like me, younger guys, but what, what it did was it, it malformed the blood almost like, uh, you familiar what sickle cell anemia is mm-hmm. sickle cell anemia is, is, is a type of disease that African Americans, only African American, Africans don't get it, but African Americans do. And what happens is like your cell is supposed to be like this, right? What happened is the cell gets here like this and it gets these hooks. What happens is these hooks collect and it clogs the, uh, it potentially clogs the, uh, you know, your arteries and, and stuff like that and give you heart attacks or strokes. And so sickle cell anemia, they, they've got, they, you don't hear about it a lot anymore because it's, it's pretty much non-existent now because of the medication that they give, uh, you know, uh, give, give uh, uh, African-Americans. But basically, what BiOX was, BiOX was doing the similar thing. Basically, it was turning the blood into being very sticky and sticky, so it would it would attach. And basically, what happened was, I had a stroke. Um, I was fortunate that um, it didn't cause me to have like, uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't get paralysis. Or, in fact, I didn't know I had a stroke. Wow. Until I, I kind of like that day. I had a weird feeling, like this real kind of weird body sensation so that's probably when i had the stroke you know but it literally didn't stop me i get up go take a shower but that day i didn't sleep very good so i said you know what i'm just gonna go get my blood i'm gonna get all my medicals done because fighting tito and uh so i went and got my medicals done and of course at 35 you have to do the brain scans yeah you know, yep. i scan, and they're like holy shit, they you t- we got to take you to the emergency room i'm like
0: what Whoa. yeah they took me
1: to the emergency room and i'm freaking the fuck out because i don't know uh, what's going on? Actually, it's a funny story because I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck's going on They're running a battery of fucking tests on me now. They did they did heart scans. They did all this other stuff and so So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to get an answer from what's going on right? and of course Ken is there Shamrock and He's like freaking out because he's like what's going on and so nurse the, the angel of death as I refer to her the nurse comes in this fucking bitch she comes in and she uh she puts the uh, my my X ray up there and she goes you see that I go she goes that's an enlarged heart and I go yeah of course it's an enlarged heart and he goes she she's like go men with this condition she goes she goes fifty percent of the men in this condition die within five years Whoa. so needless what? to say I'm like and you see you gotta understand I, I, I'm just started medical school right you know so I I'm looking at, I'm sitting there going. And I, and I'm like, this thing's a fucking idiot, right? And Ken freaks out. Ken goes outside. Now, I know what he's doing. I'm like, Ken, no guy, he's going to call my wife, right? Tell her that I'm going to die. You
0: know, and I'm like, <laughs>
1: like fucking Ken, that do this. I go, I go, and I go, this stupid bitch. I literally, so I call it right in front of her face. She's a stupid bitch. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. He goes, I've been in an emergency room. I said, I don't care how long you've been. I sit there. I go, I go, I go, I go, I go. I'm a first year uh, uh, pre med student. And I'm looking right there, and I go, I go. Oh yeah, I said, is there any malform in in, in the heart? She goes, what do you mean? I go, well, a large heart's not the problem because a large heart isn't. Every one of us that are performance athletes have a larger heart than we normally have. Why? You're a performance athlete. It's a muscle; it grows. Where a large heart's the problem is like when, like with drug use, and is that your left aorta, aorta grows bigger than the other ones and it becomes weaker. That's mm-hmm. what the problem of having a large heart, right? But Lance Armstrong, literally, Lance Armstrong's heart is like. Your heart's about this big. Lance Armstrong's is about this big, okay? Because of the way he races, right? But he's not dying of heart attacks or strokes or anything like this. Anyway, so I'm sitting there going, I'm like, I go, is my heart malformed? She goes, well, we can't tell with an X-ray. No shit. You (laughs) told my friend, my trainer, that I'm gonna die within five years, and you can't fucking diagnose that from a fucking chest X-ray. So get the Uh-oh. fuck out of here literally i said angel. i don't really want to see you again and like this and so the doctor comes in he's like uh mr mesger we gotta probably go yeah you got a fucking angel of death here telling me i'm gonna die within five years from a fucking chest x-ray and he goes she did what i go yeah she's telling him like that because i have an enlarged heart and he's, he's like oh god yeah well you couldn't tell that from an x-ray i go no shit I go, I'm a first-year med student, and I can tell her that. And she's what, been in the ER for 15 years as a nurse. I said, "I said I don't ever want to see her again." And uh would have been like so, Ken. I would have freaked out. I would have not I known. Said, that Ken, I would he know. he calls my wife, and before I can even stop the whole shit, my wife is literally on a fucking plane flying out to California because we I, she, we lived in Texas and we were training in California, and so so I'm like, "Holy shit!" So. We go in there we have the echogram and they're like nah dude your heart's fine but like this oh this other sort of stuff right so i go all the other tests. They, they do a ct scan they do all this other stuff and, and so the neurologist comes in and he goes hey because they, they made me spend the night so my wife gets there i'm like i go i st- and you guys you gotta understand so i do not know what's going on all right i'm freaking out and so the next morning the i'm leaving I'm, i said i'm getting out of here man this is crazy you going tell me what's going on they've done a battery test a neurologist comes by he goes, Hey, I meant to come by last night, but I, I'm sorry. Uh, but I just want you to know that uh, I think you're gonna be okay. And uh, I want you to come visit my office uh, later today. Um, when you get a second, cause it was like six in the morning. You can come around noon. I was like, yeah, well, I was not even planning on going because I was like, you know, I wasn't gonna tell me. Right. And so my wife made me right. And there's only a few people I'm scared of in this planet. My wife's one of them. And so I was like, all right, we'll go. And I said, Thank God I did. Because he goes, yeah, you had basically I had t- you had two strokes back to back. He goes, uh, yes. he goes, he goes. You are, uh, he goes, uh, you're lucky where it was at. You're not gonna have any physical damage. He goes, but it could, you, you can't fight because you know it could, it could rupture and you would die. And um, I go, you sure? Because he t- doesn't hit very hard. I'm pretty much sure I can get past that. And, uh,
0: Still with that uh, fight.
1: <laughs> I wanted that fight. And uh, so anyway, so but no, I was actually grateful that I did. But. But it is interesting because it was um, it was actually a blessing in disguise. I always say God God has my back. Um, he always He always seems to do stuff. I'm one of those guys that um, sometimes like you might get signs from from you know let's say divine signs if if you're into that spirituality or whatever right. Sometimes you get signs that you need to do stuff in life and you don't pay attention whether God's telling you or, or something's telling you. I was done with the fight business. To be honest, I was done. I was tired it wasn't because i didn't enjoy the fighting i did i actually the thing that i enjoyed the most was the was the camaraderie ship and and the, and 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 the training and, and and the discipline that came with it you know i love that aspect what i was tired of was dealing with pride and dealing with the ufc and dealing with all the promoters and they just wore my spirit out and I, and I wanted to do it but the problem was at the time i didn't have a college education right everyone thought i graduated college because i was very successful wrestler, but I, I didn't i didn't actually finish my phd program so i was 41 years old right and you know people don't know that right because they they think i've been a doctor a long time because i've been in the medical field for a long time i really haven't been i was 41 is when i finally got my officially became a doctor and um but anyways so the point being is that i was making such so much money fighting so much money fighting that i was like where am i going to make this money doing this other stuff and literally i stayed in the fight business probably two years longer than i really wanted to and it took me having to have a stroke to make me because I was insecure about what the hell I was going to do for a living after that. And, mm. um, and I'll be honest, I'm real grateful to Mark Cuban, you know, because Mark Cuban saw something in me. Like he saw my, he, he bought my consulting business. One year after I retired, he bought my consulting business and I became the president of a division of his television company. And we, 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 we you know, it's, you know, it was HG fights and we promoted, mm. we were the number one promoters of non every, anything that wasn't UFC or, uh, strike force at the time, we even promoted strike force fights. You know, we, well, we so were the out out for them after a while.
0: Right. Huh? What kind of doctor are you?
1: Uh, uh well, I, I'm a PhD doctor. Actually, I, I, uh, I ended up not I, I was a naturopathic uh, DO. But instead of going through the program, um, I, I did the PhD program because they're not licensed in Texas anymore. So I ended up doing that and I ended up getting my uh, nurse practitioner. So I have um, so i have prescribing rights underneath underneath my a doctor so really the kind of stuff that i do is we do preventative i'm a metabolic specialist and and, and we're sh- segueing into neurological uh things. it's interesting things that, that that affect me it tends to be what i want like i i, I need to be a better athlete so i study you know metabolic function and then after i realized i was getting hit in the head and how good that, that i became i started studying neurology and we actually have a one a great practice it's called mesger systems it's um, it basically it's it, what it is. It's an optimization program. It, it, it's, it, you know, I don't like using the term restoration, which is generally what we're doing is restoring people from their bad habits, but it's an optimization program. Uh, really, uh, what it does is like, here's the problem. We, we don't understand, people don't really understand how the body really works and even doctors don't. It's interesting that, that they, they are so uninformed about certain stuff, but there's no way you can, you, you can, you know, you, you see all these mental toughness things, you know, you and me could write a book about mental toughness, what it takes to be an MMA fighter, how to translate that into business and 10 easy steps and all sorts of shit like that. But which, you know, yes, it's all good information, but the problem with it, the reality is if you are not physiologically sound, okay, there's no way you can be neurologically sound, just no way. Right. Because there's, there's not a, your brain isn't separate from the rest of your body. Right. And if it's not functioning in the right way, you can't be your best. So, yeah, so if hormones, and, and I'm not just talking about testosterone, but you're all your hormones and stuff like this, and especially your brain chemicals, if they're not firing all together as, as best as they can, there's no way you can force yourself to be the a number one. Now, there are guys that are, so, that are so freaking talented so awesome that they're in shitty health and they still do it. Imagine how awesome they'd be if they were in good health. They would be phenomenal because there's no way you can do it. And so really what we work on is, you know, we start off with the physiological part because that's the easiest one for people to grip, you know. Uh, the neurological one's a little tougher because uh, you tend to use some, you're dealing with some abstract things that, you know, but, but physiologically it is very sound, water is wet and rocker hard type principles, right? And so what we do is we, 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 we analyze you mostly through blood work and, and, and through studies. And, and, and what we do is we put you in what we call grit and growth, which is a, 30, uh, a 90 day program where we you know we analyze where you're at get you hormonally sound get you physiologically sound through workouts and you know we we, we have workouts for you we have a, a, you know diet programs with you we have uh, hormonal uh, adjustments to you we have peptide uh, a, you know peptide medicines that we use peptide medicine is the wave of the future when it comes to real health it's awesome you know it basically allows your body to produce its own stuff you know and it's, it's amazing and so what we do is once we get you physiologically sound you know, it takes us about 90 days. It takes us usually about six months, but the first 90 days are the toughest because we're working on breaking habits. And, you know, we, we have a workbook that you work every day. You know, it's actually, it's study time, right? We have, um, we have uh, Zoom calls every week where we have basically an accountability Zoom call for, for the guys going through the grit and growth and where we, you know, they, they talk to us about what, you know, one of them is giving up drinking for 90 days. And you'd be surprised that is a stumbling block for most people. It's crazy right you be, it's crazy we get in these bad habits and we don't realize we have these bad habits i got a friend of mine you know that we got through the great growth uh he became a friend of mine through the great growth but he goes now i don't drink very much i go listen i'll tell you something what you do is i say you have two glasses of wine almost every night he goes yeah but it's just two glasses of wine i go yeah but think about that's 14 glasses of wine i go that's three and a half bottles of wine a week just give you an idea how much alcohol I go. I drink. I, I don't drink wine. I drink tequila. I go, but I go. I might have. I might average, you know, one one drink a month. I might have two drinks one month, and I drink for three months. I go. I go. I'm not missing anything. And I go at 54 years old. I, I'm capable of doing a lot of stuff that most 54 year old men are most 34 year old men aren't allowed to do or can't do. I said, because I made the decision that I'm not gonna let alcohol and other bad habits rule my life. And that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to just reshaping it. It comes down, how, how desperately do you want to be the best you for me? I mean, come on, face it. You didn't get in the fight business cause you want to be second best. You know? <laughs> I mean, did you ever sit there and go, I'm going to go for number two? No, you didn't. You know, it was like, you were probably a lot like me growing up. My mom still tells us, tells my story about, my uh, to my son, Logan, you know, you, you could, your, your father was a little too intense about winning. And no, no I wasn't too intense. Goes, yeah, when you won, you know, you took second place in the Tulsa Open, which is a huge tournament. All right, and it was a, actually taking second place was a great accomplishment. It really was. But I was so mad that I didn't win that I was a good, I was a good sport. I took it, I smiled like this, like this. And I walked out, I took the medal and I fucking threw it in the dumpster. And, and, and my mom goes, babe, hey, you took second place like that, and I got that first place loser, right? So our program is about being about you know about you trying to be the champ now granted you may not be able to do be the champ and things like this but it's not because you don't have we don't arm you for the best best possible result and 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 like like I said even if you take second place it is the Tulsa Nationals which is one of the greatest tournaments ever it was a great accomplishment but it wasn't satisfied with taking second and that's kind of the kind of moment that we're trying to do we're trying to we're trying to take a lot of the great factors from the human potential movement from the 70s and 80s which had a lot of really good information, but again, the problem with their programs, it, waters, you know, they don't have waters, wet, rock, rocker, hard type programs. I'm literally physiologically getting you sound so you can have a, a better life, and then the neurological part of it is is uh, is, is, is very interesting. I'm I'm a neophyte in it. Uh, I'm fortunate that I have an amazing uh, medical director and, and and partner who is one of the leading. Uh, 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 actually, one of the leading um, plant-based neurologic uh, intervention guys, and we do some amazing stuff. You know, we we're working with vets that have post-traumatic stress injuries, you know, head injuries. You know, getting them to turn themselves around. We're dealing with, you know, fathers that are, you know, that, that are in life that are that that hit that 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 forty-something-year-old. Is this all I got left in life to look forward to? Is getting fat and having my kids run over me and all this kind of stuff? You know, changing their attitudes and and, and to, you know, seeing how, what a blessing that is and how, how they can create stuff. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I enjoy this more than, than, than the fight business. I love the fight business. You know, I, I, I enjoy cool. being a healer a lot better than being a herder. That, mm-hmm. uh,
0: that, sounds, that sounds super interesting, man. You know, um, after we're done, send me a link to that so I can, we can put up the link on that, man. That sounds it, super. It's a, yeah, it's, it's Mesger Systems.
1: MedicalSystems.com is, is, and that's a neurological, because the neurological one is that you kind of got to graduate. before. We don't even really talk to people about it until after they kind of graduate into about a year's worth of the training, mainly because, you know, um, the, the physiological part is the easy, it, even though it's difficult for some people. It wouldn't be difficult for you guys, right? But for some people, it's going to be like having them eat correctly. And again, when I talk about eating correctly, I'm not talking about not having good things and big joy. It's just like learning how to do fasting. People don't realize intermediate fasting is so healthy for you it's ridiculous it is ridiculous i mean the, the, the amount I'm doing of the it. health benefits I'm doing it. the amount of health benefits you get from it is just off the charts right yeah. and, yes and so so the thing is is like we, we oh. teach people how to do it right and we teach them you know how, to, how you know how to do it i you know you know and, and how to do the fasting like okay if you're in the weight line if you if, if we have a real inflammation issue we got a real weight issue like this okay you really need to do you know do you know more of a six you know six hour eating yeah you know, 18 hour fasting right and it's not as hard as people think the
0: normal people I'm, are more like i'm doing eight, and, eight, and I'm doing eight hour you recommend six
1: well no 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 I, I, it depends on what you're doing now i usually do eight hours but uh but again if, like let's say like okay it's like when i'm training like when i was training like okay so i was going to do a photo shoot you know for yeah you know, you'll see some of the things see some of the photos on the uh, the website you know um, yeah i you know i i went from you know i want to put a little more size on you know uh and so i i went, i did a 10 14 window so you know and because i cuz of you know i you you do have to create a nitrogen imbalance right oh, you, know, you have, to have that nitrogen imbalance in order to put on the muscle right and so for me just because i'm so busy you know it's hard for me to sit down and just plan my eating right so i have to have a little extra window to do that so the, the, the fasting windows are 10 to 14. I usually recommend those to athletes, high performance athletes, right? You know, because they still get the benefits of 14 hours worth of fasting, which is phenomenal for you. You know, but the average person, we want 16 to 8. And people with some he- real health issues, we, we, we do, uh, you know,
0: we want the six hour waiting, eating window. So if I want to put on, I want to start putting on more muscle and do more weight training, should I go to a 10 14? Yeah, I would. I would, and then, and what you have to look at is, uh, be real super
1: strict on, um, uh, on your fasting. Now, the only thing that you do, like if you train during your fasting, um, yeah, I do. you want to put, huh? okay. So what you want to get is essential amino acids. Okay. okay. Now, cause, cause even though you, okay. And the reason being is that essential amino acids, make sure you get the ones that are just amino acids, no fillers, no sugar, no nothing. Right. And, um, and what you want to do is you want to do, you want to stay at five grams. Okay. Not more than five grams. Uh, and cause what we want to do is when you're in that fasting window, you want to, you want to suppress your insulin. Okay. For several reasons. One is it, you know, it, 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 it fires up insulin. When insulin's too high, it shuts down all your other hormones, especially such your, your male steroids, like testosterone, DHEA and all that. Right. So by suppressing that, you, uh, So you become more insulin sensitive, which is super important. Why? Because what feeds the muscle, what, what feeds the muscle cells, insulin, insulin pushes all that protein in there. So if you're, if you're blunting it because you're eating all the time like that, then it's, it's harder for you to do it. You get less bang for your buck. So you get more bang for your buck for when you're eating. When you do that, when you suppress your insulin and it's just Mm -hmm. healthier for you, you think about most tumors, most cancer tumors, insulin is like throwing gasoline on it. All right. So there's tons of reasons why you want to do it. And so, uh, and so what you do is, is like, yeah, you go to 10 to 14, but what you want to do is if you train in your fasting hour, you take those, yeah. you take those, uh, just, just five more And what happens is it turns into glucose in your liver, you know, because your liver soars glucose for your brain. And so it'll, it, it'll cause the insulin insulin. So you want to stay five grams on that. And, and the reason that you want to do that is that you want to stay anabolic while you're training. Cause what happens mm-hmm. is when you're not eating, is that your body starts, will start to go catabolic. So when you eat those, when you just take those things and it won't, it won't spike your insulin. All right, you know, especially cause you do it. And it, and it, so what you'll do is you'll stay in, you'll still stay in that, that same benefit of fasting, but you're staying anabolic versus catabolic.
0: So taking, taking aminos isn't gonna break the fast. Well
1: break, won't, won't break the benefits of the fast. Obviously you're having something, so it's not technically a fast, but it's not gonna, you're gonna get all the benefits of the fast. You'll get all the benefits of the fast, all the health benefits of the fast. As long as you're not spiking your insulin and again, stay huh. below five grams and make sure it doesn't have any sweeteners or anything. Just, just, just the pills. Pills are the easiest ones to do. All right. Just yeah. They, they don't usually put anything in there that would, 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 you know, cause your insulin to spike. And then just- when you, and then when you, you're eating window, if you're going to put the muscle on, um, you want to eat, you know, you want to, um, you want to, uh, well, it depends on how much calories. Because if you want to kind of, if you don't mind putting it on slower, is that you would like have a meal, you know, like for lunch, wait two hours, have an amino acid, uh, have more amino acids, but you want to do 10 grams of it. Wait 30 minutes, then eat again. Wait two mm-hmm. hours, have, an, have the aminos. Wait 20 minutes, eat again. And you, and the reason you want to do that is, is that you're feeding the muscle. It's like it's like eating a steak without all the, without all the calories in the steak. So you you'll, you can put on muscle Ah, oh, I, I see you're still putting on muscle because you're feeding the muscle but you still need enough caloric intake you need enough caloric intake that you have to have you know you have to have a surplus of of, of, of deal but you don't have to have quite as much this is how you can get it this is how you can gain the muscle without putting on the fat. the problem is with a lot of muscle gain is fat comes with it right because of all the calories excess calories this is a way and you got to see what works for you because everyone's a little bit different so you got to be like What's working for me, you know, as is, is you start, as you start, uh, you know, as your body goes anabolic, you know, you're going to start seeing, you know, you'll, you'll start putting on the muscle, you'll start putting on the weight. So notice where the
0: weight's coming on.
1: Is it coming so around my stomach? You know, or is it coming around my biceps?
0: Basically, <laughs> eating like six meals a day, but three of those meals are amino's. Yes, and it does.
1: Now, if you want to put on, if you want to put on, but then they have to pretty healthy caloric meals. Those six, those three meals have to be pretty heavily caloric so because yeah. you are not going to have any with the aminos and uh-huh. and so it, it is a slower way it's a sl- it's, it's how i use to gain weight now it's slower like if i have to gain weight instead of thinking because because you know because i was bigger it's easy for me to put on muscle because the muscles used to be there right so for me to put on let's say five pounds of muscle it usually takes me like three months as you know, if i want to put on uh you know and i can do that with this slow grind Right, because I'm not putting on any real new muscle. I'm just putting on old muscle that I used to have. Right, and that'll be with you too, because you'll you'll have you already have the muscle. It's just we're not using it anymore, so it atrophies. It'll come back real quick, especially when it especially when you're feeding those muscles. And so what I would do is I would just be conscientious of like you know you got to make sure that you're having like for you, just guessing offhand, you you're looking at a caloric intake is probably about probably about three thousand calories, and then I would probably surplus it two fifty to five hundred after that, you know. And just be careful about what you're putting in. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. ca- you know, calories aren't you. You want to put in, you want to put in good calories. You want to put in good fats and yep, yep. You know, things like that. Versus, yeah, I mean, you know, you can eat a
0: candy bar too, but I'm starting to cut a lot of the meat too. You know, like I'm going to cut beef, eating yeah, more chicken. Anybody, you want to just make sure
1: that you, you want to make sure that the protein source you're getting is going to be full full range. The problem with not going um, without going away from animal proteins is that very few proteins have the entire nine uh, of essential amino acids. Yeah. A lot, a lot like beans don't beans. You have to mix with certain other stuff. And, and the problem is with beans are as a protein source. If you use, if you use uh, whole grain, uh, whole beans versus a, a bean powder, right. You know, a protein powder made from beans is that there's so many, so many calories in it that it's, it's, it's hard to stay lean. You can do it, It's just hard to stay lean and put on the muscle that way. That's the advantage of animal proteins.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Just the animal proteins, you just got to be conscientious of eating healthy animal proteins. You know, the problem is, is like an In-N-Out burger, it's not going to be the same as as a grass-fed burger. You know, that's, that's 90, you know, 95 or 98% lean beef. You know what I mean? And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going to be a significantly, that's going to have a significant metabolic difference to you than that In-N-Out burger. Because you don't know where the fuck that came from. That's the problem. You don't know the bullshit they put in it. They don't know, you know. You don't know <laughs> the fillers they put in. I mean, seriously, that's the problem. And even nice restaurants, you still got to be conscientious about where you're going because, again, it does. And so, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, look at go to mesgrsystems.com and 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 sit and 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 uh, and just you got my email. I think reach out. I, I, I like I said, it's not hard. You, you you'll respond because what you used to do and stuff like that, you know. And, and what I would probably do is get a blood test. Um, I can't do them in Japan, but you, you can probably figure out. I'll give you a list of blood tests you need to have done. Okay. And, um, and, and oh, here's, here's a, I hope you guys don't mind a little public service announcement I want to make for people. Sure. Uh, I, I had a very, I, I had a big scare with COVID guys and it wasn't because of COVID being uh, the situation uh, like, what is, is it, that this COVID, this Omicron COVID is less damaging on the front end and more damaging on the back end. Meaning, like, you, you basically had, I, I got COVID, and literally I was uh, uncomfortable for two days. I was barely nothing. I had a head cold. That was it. Mm-hmm. The only reason I tested for it was, uh, and I wouldn't have tested for it, because I, I, but, but I tested for it because I was going to um, uh, uh, my wrestling with my son. And I obviously didn't, you know, I wanted to be safe in case it was mm. So it came out positive. Boom. All right. No big deal. Three days later, it's a negative. The problem is, is, that you have this high, really high inflammation afterwards. A lot longer, about, about two weeks longer than the other, form, the other forms of it. And what happened was, is I had taken like a week off uh, from being sick, like I said, and I don't take a week off when, you know, from training and stuff. And so I went back at it like a bat out of hell. And the problem is I caused massive inflammation in my heart. And I basically almost gave myself a heart attack. And I could have killed myself. Shit. All because of this. Yes, guys. i hey, I'm you not know, I, you I'm know not what? You. Anything, I might be downplaying it, but here's the problem: the problem whoa. that we, we have, and I'll be honest. It, it it, as a health professional, I'm embarrassed that I did not know this. The only thing that, that is redeeming is that I talked to six cardiologists; only two of them knew about this. Now, what it is is that after this happened, a, a, a girlfriend of mine. She owns a consulting business, a medical consulting business and uh she her her uh her main uh, doctor there is, is a leading heart thoracic surgeon. He just recently retired he's in the consulting business, and so she goes, "You need to talk to him and uh and so she just was relentless on it, so I ended up talking to him and I'm glad I did because he goes, "We need to check because he, he said, "Can you send me your medicals?" okay so I did I sent him all my blood work, and my blood work is stellar dude, guys. It's like my levels are my, my you know my cardiac levels are like my my uh, my, my uh, LDL my VLDL my HDL all in like major badass levels. Okay, I have no no blood pressure issues. I work out three minimum three times, usually four to five times a week. I uh, you know I eat well. I mean I, I eat healthy. And um, I'm not a candidate to have a potential heart attack and and, and one of these deals, right? Uh, I I can't remember the name of it. It's not quite a heart attack, but it's similar. And it's as dangerous as a heart attack. It's just not as damaging uh, long-term. Anyway. So um, what they don't test is a thing called LDLP, LDL particles. Now we don't test it. Now I know what it is because I went to school, but we spent literally five minutes on it. I'm not an interventionist. We, I, I don't, if you're having a heart attack, you don't come to me. I don't fix heart attacks. What I do is I get, you come to me so you don't have heart attacks, right? And I should have known this. I wrote a scathing, scathing letter to the dean and the president of uh, the school I went to, the University of Natural Medicine, um, saying how, you know, that they're, they're missing the boat, that, they're, that we, we, outside of knowing what it is, it's a lipoprotein, right? Outside know knowing what it is, they did not tell us the significance of why you need this check. checked. Guys, you need to get this checked. The problem is, is that they normally don't do it on a normal they, never. I've done thousands of blood tests for people, thousands of them. I've taken hundreds of them myself because I experimented myself with most of the, 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 the programs we do. So I'm, I literally take blood tests every three months, usually. And never once I was, I told the test for this, not once that we were doing this. And the problem is, is that like I have a genetic fuck up somehow because I have this perfect other thing, but this lipoprotein I'm up over 2000 and I should be below 700. All right, so so it is very dangerous. It's called LDL P or LDL particle and you want your parents guys You want your parents to get this test. The problem with the test is it's expensive. It's like normal lipo Testing is like cost. It'll cost you like well doctors usually raise it up But it costs a doctor about just under 20 bucks to get your LDL your VDL and your and your uh, HDL and 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 the breakdown profiles This this particular test does cost a hundred dollars so it's not cheap. That's probably why it's not offered on insurance, but pay it guys. Cause you need to know if you, if, if I can have a problem because the inflammation caused this to be a problem, right? If I can have a problem with it, anybody can, because nobody really is as conscientious of, of, of how they take care of themselves, you know, because I, I'm always, I, I'm one of those guys that like, I'm not going to tell you to do something. I'm not willing to do myself or have done myself like i tell a lot of my fighters you're going to do this i can't do it anymore because i'm 54 years old but i did do it (laughs) you know and you know so the thing but this guy's i'm telling you something
0: what is that ldlp
1: LDLP, ldl LDL particle all right it's a lipoprotein and the problem is it collects with our our parents more so than than us and you want to make sure now it can be it can be i'm not sure exactly i know he put me on some some some, heavy heavy statins i don't know if that's the normal protocol because I'm still learning about it. I'm still learning the protocol on it. Um, so I would be uncomfortable with the idea of treating it, but I can direct your parents to, or people to, where, where to go. You go to that, that uh, Paladin MDs and, and, and they, they, they could probably t- take over the deal. But I'll tell you something, guys, please have it done because it is a sign. This is what's, okay, when, when you hear about older people dying from the flu,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're not dying from the flu. They're dying from complications of the flu. That's the difference, okay. right? You'll hear that. What's happening is is that the inflammation from the flu, from strep throat, from uh from uh COVID, is causing these 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 particles to rupture. And what happens is when these, when, these, when these LDLP particles rupture, it leaks the fluid into your arteries, and your brain thinks you you ruptured an artery, so it starts starting clotting agents. It sends the clotting agents there, and then and then that, that can cause the heart attack and stroke. <laughs>
0: You know you know I just uh, I just so happened to stumble upon Chris Lieben's uh, Instagram and he just wrote something that after his, after he his development of COVID, he's in the hospital now because he had a cough and a shortness of breath. Is that kind of some the same thing? Well that would be
1: well, okay, so one of the problems with the Omicron is that it causes what it sounds like what he did and then affect his heart as much as it affected his lungs. So that's, that, that's things like me, it affected my heart more than it did my lungs. But what happens is that inflammation gets in the lungs from, from this Omicron. And yeah, so what's happening is, is that what it basically does. Uh, well, I guess in layman terms, it'd be like, you know how you like, if you blow up a balloon, when you first blow up a balloon, it's really hard to blow it up. But after you blow it up a couple of times, it can yes, yes, yes. gets easier. So that's what happens. That inflammation, you think about your lungs being that balloon. All right. And so what happens that inflammation blows it up so much that it becomes, it becomes, uh, it becomes basically stretched out. Now it shrinks back. Most of it shrinks back with uh, time, right? And the healthier you are, but that's, that's most likely what that inflammation was so bad in his, in his lungs that, yeah, he, what he was having was that, you know, normally when he blows it up, it goes here, but if it's already here. He's just getting this versus getting this, you know, and that's 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 what happens with that inflammation, and it can kill you. It can actually kill you. What he can cause there is, he can cause himself to have a heart attack from uh, from that because uh, what happens is stress levels go up, blood pressure will go up when you can't when you're not breathing. Think about like when you hold your breath, when it goes up, your blood pressure. If you can't get that oxygen in your system, your blood pressure goes up. And if he has a, you know, I don't, you know, he's obviously an athlete and probably has good. Heart yeah, oxygen. He still that trains a lot. Yeah, but somebody else that is less healthy that could cause them to have uh heart
0: attack wow wow yeah
1: it's it's listen it's it it, you know it's interesting because i'm somewhat embarrassed the fact because i always consider myself a metabolic specialist like i argue with doctors all the time about the way that they're wrong about certain stuff and they'll be like well i'm a doctor i go i go i'm a phd what i study is just this i don't fix i said you have to work the flu you have to work broken bones i don't do any of that shit. all i work is metabolic function that's all i do that's why i'm good at what i do because i that old saying in the fight in, in the shooting business you know aim small miss small i don't i don't have a huge variety of stuff you don't come to me you don't come to me for the flu you don't come to me for covid you come to me so you don't get that stuff right and so you know so i'm really good at this and, and so the funny part is is i knew nothing about the value of this thing about of, of, of knowing your ldlp and i and i the only redeeming thing is is that i questioned six cardiologists only two of the cardiologists Acknowledge the importance of it one of them wasn't the cardiologist that was working on me when i went to the hospital so i got a new cardiologist i got one who understood that that aspect because it's you know it, it, it's it's crazy we, we're just not taught to look at it hmm. we're not taught to look at it and it's and it's scary so that was my public service announcement i want everybody that's listening to this you got to get your ldlp checked you can get it done on, 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 you, you can get Listen, you can get these things done without a doctor's prescription these days, you know. It, it may be a little expensive, it'll probably cost you a hundred bucks, but it's a peace of mind to know that 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 if you have this and if you have it, if you have if it's below if it's above seven hundred, it needs to be fixed. Now the problem is I can't I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable even if I knew the thing, I wouldn't feel comfortable describing you know, anything to people over lines like this, you know. But if but if you get your blood test and it's over seven hundred you need to go find a doctor to find out what treatment needs to be done for it. Now, it's probably going to be a statin to blow it, lower it down or something like that. But it may be just adjusting your diet. Uh, is it
0: it, just, isn't uh, niacin also good in, pre, in taste instead of statins, niacin? Uh,
1: well, no, yes and no. Uh, uh, what, what I would recommend is there's a natural statin called red rice yeast. Red rice yeast. Uh, red and, rice. Uh, yeah. And you could take that. Like if your if your if your cholesterol is a little bit high, you can do about six hundred milligrams of that, and and you take your niacin. But you want to do you don't need you can do one or two ways. You do about thousand milligrams of the non-flushing, or you can do about hundred milligrams of the flushing. Uh, the flushing just makes you a little uncomfortable. And then you also have to take coq ten because the because uh, the uh, red rice yeast, the red rice yeast will like like it pulls coq ten out of your out of your uh, bones and heart and things like that. So you want to, you want to supplement that with about hundred milligrams. But like I said, if, if it is high, you need to go to a doctor who can, because I I, 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 if you have normal high cholesterol, the red, rice, the red rice yeast is fine. I don't know if it's fine. If you have, the, if your LDLP is, because I, again, I don't know enough about it. I, 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 like I said, I'm embarrassed that I don't know enough about it, but I'm learning. So my patients, because we because this is a preventable thing, guys, the incident that I had was hundred percent preventable and literally it could have killed me. I mean,
0: I'm, I I'm go, I go, I go. Take the- back into
1: doing stuff, you know. I'm back to my life. I'm not. I go to quite a while yet, but-
0: since I was 50. Of course, because of the COVID, I haven't gone for the last year, couple of years. But I've been going to Thailand for a full body check. I've never checked that LDLP, so I'm gonna make sure so that's got- added. Yeah, dude, nobody does. It's 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 crazy, and that like make I said, it- it's what's killing be people. over man. 700. Yeah, it's supposed to be below 700. Yeah. Okay okay fuck. that's good information thank you man yeah it's interesting yeah
1: well it's like uh it's it's, it's it, I, th- th- this traumatic experience is like a lot like having that stroke because like i said i wouldn't have quit the fight business if i didn't have that stroke and it, and, and it was the best thing i did because i left the fight business one my health intact uh you know yeah my brain's back. and and to be honest it like it segued into like having you know like my other career you know i became a television executive right Mm-hmm. but more importantly what i what i learned is, is that guy Mesgra has more to offer than knocking people out for entertainment that i was capable seriously i was capable of doing uh you know you know because, look, you know i took non-existent television on the programming and became number one programming in six months on HGNet. you know and mm-hmm. we were number one programming for the six years uh well for six years five of those was when i was there and mark cuban like you know he was very interesting we had a conversation with him he's like how do you feel about television? And I was honest with them. I go, I enjoy working for H-Net. I don't really enjoy television. Um, it's not my passion. Now I enjoy working with the people I did cause working at h it's now access TV, but it was h when I, when I was there, they, they merged with uh, Seacrest's company, but I, I enjoyed working with the people I worked with uh, very smart people and it was very, very good for my self esteem and my self confidence that, unbelievably smart people like mark cuban and, and 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 uh uh simon and all these other guys in there uh that way smarter guys than me were were taking value in my counsel we're taking value in what i had to say and you know and i was like wow you know and and so when mark was sitting there going what, what was the passion i go well, i was when i was a kid i really wanted to be a doctor but despite what they say you know you'd be it's very difficult like i had learning disabilities like i, I obviously as you guys probably tell i have a little ADD, but i also had dyslexia and stuff like this so you gotta understand man you know 50 years ago 40 years ago they didn't diagnose the dyslexia like they do today right so i actually didn't get diagnosed with that i had dyslexia until i was 25 years old and so I, I wasn't a very good learning student you know what i mean and so i didn't have great grades i was a poor kid they don't go to medical school right and so mark's like well what would you do and i said there i go well i go i'm I tend to lean towards, you know, naturopathic stuff. And I would, I would, I would really love to become a naturopath doctor. I would like to become a uh, nurse practitioner. So, you know, which is in the allopathic world, you know, in the medicine world. He goes, what would it take? I said, it would take me having to, you know, go to school again. He goes, Mark pay for my, Mark gave me a, he goes, cause I, cause I was going to leave. I quit. Mark gave me a severance, pa- a severance package that paid for my entire school.
0: That's awesome. That is so brilliant. I think,
1: it's awesome. I think it's- Unbelievably awesome. Yeah. Severance package he gave allowed me to start and finish that finish school, finish my PhD program, um, you know, and uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah,
0: nice. Like, nah,
1: things work. No. Things work in a mysterious way, right? Yeah. Who, who would believe having a stroke was actually a beneficial thing? And, yeah. And I got to yeah. look at like.
0: No, that's uh, awesome. Also,
1: guys, I'm a walking time bomb. I also had a brain tumor, right? And it. it it, uh, that, that was caused because of too many hits.
0: And, uh, oh, and wow. I was
1: fortunate that it's, it was, it's non-cancerous and they, they took care of it, but I, it did damage. It did damage to certain it bounces, And so ended up going to a friend of mine goes, uh, Hey man, I was asked to, uh, invest in this, uh, neurology company that does neur- neurological restorations. He goes, but he goes, you're, you're the closest guy I know who's anything about this. I'm like, you're in trouble because I'm not, you know, outside of knowing how the brain functions, I'm not the guy. I said, but I'm willing to go talk to him because I want to know. So I went to these guys <clears throat> and they started talking to me outside of the basic brain function. They might as well have been talking Chinese to me. And I was like, guys, that's what I said to I, said, I go, I go, uh, I go, I understand basically what you're saying. I don't understand the intervention part of it at all. And I go, that's just not my specialty. It's not something I'm, I'm versed in. And and uh stuff and and they go and they go, Well, this, is, this is, it was kind of the because it hurt my feelings a little bit. They go, you know, these guys are all in their mid thirties and they're like going, Dude, when you, when I was a kid, you were like my favorite fighter. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> You're thirty five years old. And when you were a kid, I was your favorite fighter. Awesome. That's just showing you how <laughs> fucking old I am, right? <laughs> I get <them> <laughs> uh, that was the bitter part. The sweet part was is that they uh that they took me through the treatment. So I'd experienced it firsthand and it helped me out a lot because I was having certain balance issues and, and, uh, and, and and I don't have them anymore. And it also, what it did is sparked my interest in adding the neurological part to the metabolic part that I had another blessing in disguise. Uh, you know, because I know I changed people's lives. I I went to work for that company, uh, helping vets. Mostly I, I worked mostly with the vets, helping vets, that were having awesome. you know severe neurological issues and mm-hmm. and it was a blessing you know that i the information i've gotten and and uh be able to help people so i think maybe this this incident where i literally almost died from uh too much information in my heart is to let people know about uh, this silent killer and, and, yeah you know? yeah
0: and it's so cool that you managed to like just take everything from like really bad experiences and turn them into positives right it's really inspirational
1: you, you got it you can sit around yeah. and bitch a moment i'll tell you something you sit around and bitch and moan, It's like losing a fight. If you lose a fight, whether you got fucked on the decision, or whatever, you lost the fight. All right, yeah. deal with it. You can either sit there and go, "I could have," or you, you know, or it's, 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 it's do something about it. All right. Yeah. It, it, like they was saying, it's not really a loss if you learn something from it. There's actually truth to that.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, and, I, and I find, I find, you know, d- did I? Did I find value immediately? No, because I'm like, holy shit, I had a stroke, you know?
0: Yeah, holy yeah. yeah.
1: It's like, holy shit, Blow what am time. I gonna do with my career? What am I gonna do with my life, right? You know, I have a new baby on the way. You know, I have all this other shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you know, holy shit. But it turned out to be like, holy shit, it was a, it was a blessing.
0: It was a blessing. Um, yeah. Tumor, yeah.
1: You know, was a blessing. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, my poor wife has to deal with so much shit with me. It's like, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like she's married I got, to I got a, a legend my, I got my yeah in, in, in an incident with a guy that was beating up his girlfriend i had i went i was i was doing work with uh 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 the human trafficking thing with the un we went to we went to chad and i ended up getting shot and it didn't pierce my armor but it destroyed my shoulder
0: mm-hmm. tell
1: you why, hey yeah i'm doing a security job no big deal baby come back your shoulders going to sling like this
0: yeah and, uh, patience you
1: know, is okay <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I, I think with everything I got through, ain't nothing gonna fucking kill me but me. I, yeah, I, I, I've been shot twice now. I've been stabbed. I have my thumb cut off. I've Jeez.
0: had,
1: I've had a, I've had a brain tumor. I've had a, a stroke. I've had a heart condition. You know, let's not even go on the, the orthopedic stuff. You know, It's yeah. like i know those, guys, those guys. I don't even fill out the, how many surgeries you've had because the amount I go, the amount of orthopedic surgeries that I've had, I go, I, there's not enough ink in your pen wow I mean,
0: I <laughs> well i want to thank you so much guy for uh well wow, sharing such great insight to be fair i mean i yeah, think yeah. loads of our listeners will really appreciate uh, well, it you know, so. so um well
1: i enjoy it listen i i really did i i you know, listen I, I i as you know i hold you with a tremendous amount of respect I, i'll be honest i think you and me are kind of like uh we're a lot alike because i i don't think you know we're we're those guys that like most everybody has a tremendous amount of respect for and you know and they may be able to beat us but nobody wants to fight us you know what i mean it's like you know nobody nobody won that fight yeah and, uh you know because it's not going to be an easy one for them and and i've always had a tremendous amount of respect for you and, and um and, Same here, you know, i'll man. be honest I, I was extremely honored you know i mean i was tickled that you wanted me to be on your podcast and and be part of it and and, and anytime you guys want me back i would love to be part of it again i really would i, I enjoyed the conversation i probably talked a little bit too much but but um it's kind of that's a great. bad habit of that but.
0: we might cut it into two episodes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: i'm talking about you probably get three so yeah. thank <laughs> thank you that's for, awesome well
0: thank you man appreciate yeah. it appreciate it for, uh, all right thanks guys. thanks everybody for watching and uh we'll talk to you guys again soon